So, I'm not used to this podcast, this podcasting life, podcaster life. Someone, please correct me. And I always pretend, I guess, that I'm talking to someone, even though no one's listening to this. But just because it helps me feel less crazy. And I don't re-record podcasts, which, like, maybe I should... No, I don't, because I don't remember the half of the things I say. Which is, you know, just another reason why I don't, you know, say that the things I say on here are reliable. This isn't a reliable source for information. Um... So, it's just opinions. Like, opinions, things I think, the way I see the world around me, just, you know, it's just me. It's just what, you know, what goes on inside of my head. Which, I mean, there's only two episodes out right now, and I'm pretty sure many people already think I'm a psycho. Which, I mean, I don't blame them. Loki am. I hate that I use the word Loki. But, yeah... And I don't, I don't know. I just, I had to take down an episode because I did realize that when you do things publicly, even though you're the one, it's your name on it. It's your brand that people are, you know, giving a bad reputation to. Like even like this doesn't have my name on it. At least I don't think in the public eye, you know, it's me. And I have a very, for people who know me, I have a, I tend to have a very recognizable voice just because it is very annoying. And I'm completely aware of that. People don't have to tell me. I, I know. Like, I listen back to these podcasts. I listen back to everything I say. And I listen back to my annoying self. Which I understand. And I completely, I agree, you know, with people who say like, oh my gosh, your voice. It's very, um, you know not great to listen to and I'm like yeah I know which is like why when I listen to podcasts and it's a female voice I I ask myself how they get it so nice because I feel like when I listen to mine like when I listen to the podcast back it sounds high-pitched not super high but high enough where it's like that like I don't know why the word tangy comes into mind, but it's like, it's weird. It's a, it's like more of a nasally sound, I feel. And it's quite annoying. It annoys me. Like these, I only go up to 30 minutes right now and three seconds in, I'm already over it. So that's fun. But, but I enjoy this. And today, I really don't have anything to talk about, because I I did record, actually, um, a podcast, or not podcast necessarily, but I wrote some rhymes, I guess, about, because I'm not great at expressing my feelings, like, if it's not scripted, and none of what I say is usually scripted, but the last episode that's not out um it's not out yet um I that was the only one that part of it was scripted in the sense that what I wrote down 
expressing myself was the only thing that I had pre-planned. Because I stutter and I make no sense at all. And it was with everything that happened with George Floyd. And I recorded it. And it definitely... I live with... I have siblings. I'm a teenager. I have siblings who cry and scream. And I have, you know, just very noisy. I live in a very noisy household. Even in my room. Well, the walls are very thin. So... There was snoring in the background. There was children screaming in the background. And like I said, I don't, I don't edit and I don't re-record. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna re-record that episode specifically. But I know if I re-record it, it's not gonna be the same. But I don't know. That That is one thing, though, when it comes to, like, maybe political and something that's very public like that. Very, like, an issue, I guess, I would say. Like, those are serious things. Like, people who talk about, like, you know, with racism and discrimination, those are serious things to talk about. And those are things that I, I don't really think there is more than one way to look at it. Racism and discrimination is bad. Like, and it sh- everyone, I think, should look at it and see it as a terrible thing. So I think, depending on what people say, specifically in sub- with subjects like that, is it's either a positive or negative reaction. With, like, and it's like that with everything, but I fear more so with such big topics like that, with racism and discrimination. Because when I talk about, like, weed or... Which I don't, but... Like, if I talked about, like, you know, teenagers nowadays and how they smoke pot. Like, it's something that, like, okay, if I say I'm, like, all for it or if I say I'm against it. Like, it's something that, yes, you'll have people who agree or disagree, but they won't... It's You don't get the same amount of aggression with that as you would with discrimination, with the topic as discrimination, racism, you know? And that's why I'm hesitant to talk about it, just because... Again, I'm I'm 15 and very irresponsible. I don't think before I speak. And those are things that can get you into serious trouble. And I'm aware of that now. Like literally a month ago when I recorded the first episode, I was, I don't know how, but I was very naive and even more so then than I am now. That's saying something because I'm very, I'm just a very gullible, naive you know, so please go to getusperson.org. You can donate money directly. You can donate any sort of PPE that you have. Go check us out. Get us. So yeah, but I I don't know. I do want to say in this episode, this is the quietest my house has ever been. Just by the way, side note, and it kind of scares me. No, but I did want to mention in this episode at least. Um, because I'm still debating whether or not I should post um, the George Floyd the George Floyd episode that I recorded and my thoughts on everything that happened. I'm still debating whether or not I should post it. And I've posted the words, you know, of what... Like, I've posted what I wrote specifically, 
on my personal Twitter and um, just on pl- Facebook platforms that I feel would reach more people. And I've reached out to people who like influencers who have a bigger platform who could reach people. And, you know, just because I think I had a very strong opinion with what happened. Very strong, not strong words to say, but very, they came from the heart. And to me, like, the more um, truthful it is, the more I feel that the words are more meaningful and that they do have um, just a lot of, they have a lot of emotion behind them. And I think that's what makes it so powerful when words have emotion behind them because anyone could say what they anyone could say what I said but it's just when it when it is true and you do feel like that I feel it hits in a different way because anyone can pretend they care but not everyone does and yeah so I did post it on on I on lots of social media platforms, but under my personal account, like my um, my real identity, you know, exposed and everything. And I don't, I don't know. Many people have seen it. I've seen the statistics on it, which is great. You know, even if it's just five people who see it, that's that's great. But I've reached quite a good amount of number, like of people, considering that. I'm not a known person. I'm not known at all. I'm a regular Vegas girl. Which, I think that's the first time I've said that, that I live in Vegas. And especially in Vegas, you see it all. You see all the... You see every side of the story. You see all the controversy everywhere. But I I do think, though... Um that um I don't even know what I was saying before I went on that rant no but like I was saying what I do want to mention in this episode you know regarding everything that happened with George Floyd I do think it was very wrong what happened and I do think it was it was four cops I do believe that were involved in everything you know and I do think they should all be punished um but in the words that I mentioned I did um, hint at the fact that um, I do think it's wrong and I do think they should be punished, but I don't think they will just because they're cops and they can blame anything on self-defense or um, I do believe, don't fact, like don't quote me on this, but I do think they were at some point trying to like put some of the blame, if not all, on you know, I think they were saying he was under the influence of something and also, like, medical problems. Like, her health issues, I should say. And I do think they were trying to, like, really lean on that and make that the backbone of everything. But it's just, it's, it's bullshit, you know? You just... they It's murder. They killed him. May he rest in peace. And may... My condolences to you know, his family and everyone who's in pain right now, really, and who's been personally affected. And that was also something that I had talked about in the episode that I'm probably not going to um, put out or release. Um, It was just that 
it's hard to like I am 100% I stand with people who are out there you know um saying you know black lives matter and are protesting and I stand with them and I'm on their side and I do want them to know that but it's just it's hard it's hard to really see things through their eyes because I, I mean I'm not black I I don't I've never had that fear of walking outside and not feeling safe because of the color of my skin and I don't know what that's like so I can't say that I relate to them or that I personally know what they're going through or that I feel their pain I I can't say that but I do is it empathize yeah empath I do I do though I do see their pain I don't I can't say I feel it with them but I do see their pain like I have very I have people I know people dear to me who are african-american and I see how it affected them and I see how personal it was to them and for me I think that's what hurt more like I didn't know George Floyd personally of course so his family must be going through a a terrible time and I can't imagine what that feels like you know like I like, I know what it feels like to lose someone you care about but you know when it's such a public thing and it's on top of that it's it's a racial thing and it's just it, it is really unfair and I can't imagine what that's like and for me what really triggered me I guess was when I saw how it affected the people that I cared about you know, like some really good friends of mine who are African-American, I saw that this, this hurt them. And this was, this hit home for them. This was something that they had experienced. They know what it's like going outside and some part of them having, you know, a fear that when they see a cop, you know, having, you know, feeling nervous, you know, feeling, they're feeling scared to some degree just because they are black. And their race, you know, is something that could put them in danger. And I never thought that, you know, that, you know, especially because we say we've come so far, but we really haven't. We haven't really moved on from anything because if we really would have, then we wouldn't be in the situation right now. But it's just, I never really thought about it before everything. And I think that's something that really, really was an eye-opener because I never thought of myself as racist, and I don't think I am, right? But when I see the world and I see how other people, you know, that like that cop, we, no remorse, you know? It just, it doesn't fit, you know? I don't understand how someone like could do that to another human being especially people who are supposed to uphold the law and that's it it's crazy to me that there are people like that but it was an eye-opener just because I don't experience that you know and I don't think I think to some degree yes you know I have like you know oh you're Mexican blah 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 like when you go to certain places especially with a higher um, percentage of white people, Caucasian people there. Like, even, you know, just being Mexican, they look at you funny. 
But even then, I couldn't imagine what it's like for African-American people. Because, you know, it's something that you can't relate to if you haven't experienced it. Like if you haven't, and then like if you haven't been in their shoes, and none of us could say that, and I don't think none of us have the right to say that because I feel like most people, to some degree, have experienced a level of racism. But I don't think anyone could ever say that they've experienced it to the to like African American people do, like them. It's it's. When you read like history books, you don't you don't hear like oh yeah that white man he was forced to work in the cotton fields you don't you don't hear that it's always been you know African Americans and I find that so I find it sad and I find it devastating that we still see that to this day and maybe it's not in slavery but what's the difference? you know, between slavery, you know, having a slave and making them do labor, they're still enslaved by the color of their skin because of the way people treat them. So there is really, they, they never were really freed. They were, they just replaced one form of slavery for the other people, Americans, white people. They, they, they didn't free them from slavery. They weren't free from slavery. They, they were just, given a different form of it you know and it is racism that's the term for it but it's just it's slavery it's still slavery because you're enslaved to these you know to these bad remarks by people you know they they define you a certain way you're in like stereotypes you're enslaved by those things just because of the color of your skin you're enslaved by the color of your skin and people still treat you the same way and like as they did a, a hundred years ago, so I really don't understand why. I don't. I don't see it. It doesn't make sense to me. And it, as a society, you know, as a country, I feel like we should be very ashamed. You know, because if you think about everything that a, the sixteenth president, you know, he fought for and he wanted. You know, especially when you hear politicians nowadays, you know, saying justice will be served. But that's all, it's all a lie. That's all shit they say just to try to try to make the people, you know, calm down and feel a little bit better. But it's not something that is true. Like, if you think about everything, you know, the 16th president fought for, his, he wanted, you know people to be free, especially back then when there was slavery. But like I said, they were never really free because it's not they it's not physical work anymore, but they're enslaved by their skin color. And I don't think that's fair to anyone. And I like again, I can't say I was personally affected, but I do have people who are dear to me, friends, who are African American and seeing their pain, I feel it's it still gives me pain because you never want to see people dear to you or people who are you know important to you in pain and when you see that and to an extent where you see it everywhere no matter where you are at least here in the states it's sad and i don't know how people deal with themselves people who do see you know the racist side of things and yeah 
But it is it is a tricky subject to talk about. And I do think that people just have to see things a different way. They have to see that, you know, if we're talking about slavery and racism, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's it hasn't changed at all. And they just have replaced one form of it for the other. And... I really hope people see it, like see that what's going on around them, because I feel now more so than ever, it's just people are covered and people are shelled in by, you know, parents or friends, so they never really see what's going on in the real world. But it's just, it's so, I don't know. I'm again, I'm not good at expressing feelings, and I'm not good about, I'm not good when it comes to talking about feelings and. And my thoughts, I guess. I'm not good at expressing those things. I'm not good when it comes to expressing things. And I hope, you know, in that mess that I said, something made sense. You know, I repeated myself a lot, but it's just because I feel like those things had to be said. But I do hope someone listens to this and maybe they have a change of heart and they see things a different way now. And I really hope that happens. Because this this is something that, as a country, we really need to work on. And and everyone does have to do their part for this to work. And not everyone is going to change. And I do understand that. But it's just, if we can have... If there's always going to be that person who's going to be racist and who's going to discriminate, but we have to stop being bystanders. Bystanders. Because that's the issue. It's just someone can always have that desire to discriminate and be a racist, but it's our fault for letting it happen. And I'm not saying, you know, physical violence is the way to go or verbal abuse. I'm not saying that's the way to go, but don't let it get to the point where it became an act of hate. You know, if you see things are getting out of hand between someone, you know, it, it isn't always going to be peaceful. Like, people aren't always going to handle things peacefully, and I understand that. But it's just to some degree, we have to start taking a stand. And, like, now with the protest, I think I, I see it a different way now. Because I was always, I always said, you know, I was, you know, anti-racism, anti-discrimination, but when I saw it happening in the streets, I never said anything. And that was part of the problem. Because even though you don't participate in it, if you don't stop it, then you're not any better than the person who says those mean words, you know? And I think that's what's happening. That maybe we would never say those words and we would never do those things and we would never discriminate and be racist. But not standing up, not stopping it when you see it is part of the problem as well. And I personally, that was the real decision that I had. I was a person who, you know, I saying, you know, racial slurs and saying, you know, discriminating things to other people. Like, it's never something that crossed my mind. But I, I've seen it a lot and I've seen it in my surroundings. But I was never the person who 
put a stop to it. I was never the person who stood up for them. I never, I never, I never tried to stop the problem, which created a bigger problem. And I think if more of us did that, if more of us at least tried. And not just let it happen when we saw it. Then I feel it just things things wouldn't be fixed, obviously. But I feel like it would be the I don't know what I'm trying to say, but they wouldn't be such a big issue as it is now. I feel like it would definitely decrease somewhat. But yeah, again, I really hope people, you know. I, I really hope everyone gets through this and I hope there is a change and I hope that this, everything that happened and it's sad that I had to come to this, but I do hope that people use this. I do hope that people use this and see this as an eye opener and see that change has to happen.